This is K.M. Wyland, and you're listening to the 56th episode of the Wordplay Podcast. July is shaping up to be a very good month indeed. A new computer, which I'm still having fun exploring, a new pair of eyes, thanks to LASIK surgery, and possibly most exciting of all, the beginning of the first written draft of my word in progress, The Deepest Breath. Standing at the beginning of a new story is very much like getting ready to parasail off the edge of a cliff. You're facing down excitement, adrenaline, and a fair amount of terror. Typing those first words, even though they're inevitably going to get deleted a dozen times, is a moment of breathless, exhausting, petrifying exhilaration. What a marvelous way to spend my summer. How to Strengthen Your Story with Symbolism The latest post in the video series on my blog explores how a deft use of symbolism can strengthen your story's thematic and climactic elements. You can watch the video on my blog at wordplay-kmyland, that's W-E-I-L-A-N-D, dot blogspot.com. New videos are posted every Wednesday. Meanwhile, enjoy this week's podcast. Should stories be soapboxes? Common wisdom insists that fiction is meant to entertain, not preach. The novel isn't a soapbox for our religious, political, social, and philosophical views. If we try to use it as such, we're likely to sacrifice our stories and alienate our readers. And yet, ironically enough, many of the world's greatest and most beloved pieces of literature are stories with blatant moral messages. John Truby, in his brilliant book The Anatomy of Story, comments on this seeming contradiction. According to Hollywood lore, it was Samuel Goldwyn who said, If you want to send a message, try Western Union. He was right about not sending a message in an obvious preachy way. But stories with powerful themes, expressed properly, are not only more highly regarded, but more popular as well. We read to be entertained, but many of us also read to learn, to grow, and to stretch our horizons. We enjoy stories that challenge us and inspire us. This kind of depth is only found in stories that are profoundly honest, and stories can never be honest if their authors aren't willing to lay themselves open on the page, to pour out their deepest convictions and most passionate beliefs about the human experience. As an author, your most powerful gift is your unique and integral view of the world. When you strip fiction down to its essentials, the author's viewpoint is all there is. He may mask it artfully in the colorful garb of diverse characters and impartial dialogue, but if he's not willing to share with his readers his own passionate worldview, he's not giving them anything more than fluff. So does this mean we should drag out soapboxes and start haranguing our readers into converting to our own viewpoints? Absolutely not. Nothing turns fiction readers off more quickly than a condescending author who preaches at them. Incorporating a message into our stories does not mean spelling out beliefs and arguments. Instead, it's a matter of choosing strong themes in which we fervently believe, crafting multidimensional characters who struggle with the gray areas of life along with the rest of us, and asking the hard questions. Someone once said that being a novelist isn't about offering answers. It's about asking questions. In his book, A Writer's Space, Dr. Eric Mazel poses some questions of his own, ones which every writer should be asking himself. Writing is interpretation. You are obliged to offer yours. If you want to say nothing, offend no one, tell a happy little tale, and otherwise act the innocent, that choice is available to you. 
just remember that even then you are saying something, and that we are watching. You can play it safe, or you can speak your mind. Why venture into the public space of readers and audiences if your goal is to keep your real thoughts private? If you are bothering to write, say what you mean. Make a list of the issues you are willing to shed some blood over. Read your list over. Are you writing about any of these? If not, why not? Thank you for listening to the Wordplay Podcast. To read a transcript of this episode, visit me on the web at wordplay-kmyland, that's W-E-I-L-A-N-D, dot blogspot.com, and be sure to listen again next week. 